If you don't have an email list, then you don't have a direct line to your customers. Reaching your clients, audience, supporters, and fans with the right message at the right time in the right place becomes easy when you've got a strategic email list in place. My email list is the number one way I drive profits in my business. And major bonus here, it's a lot easier and way more fun than you might think. That's why I'm teaching a free live workshop all about growing your email list called From Zero Subscribers or Zero Strategy to an Engaged Email List That Lasts. I'll show you how to kick off your email list building strategy with no fear because I know it can be scary to start something new in your business. Save your virtual seat at growanemaillist.com. Inside of my free live workshop, you'll learn why email marketing is 10 times more effective than posting on social media, my secret to sending out weekly emails without adding a ton of work to my plate, my best tips for getting people to hit subscribe, and what to actually say to them to convert them from subscribers to paying clients and customers. Save your seat now at growanemaillist.com. That's growanemaillist.com to get started with an email list strategy that drives real results. I'll see you at the masterclass. Here's where I bring the most value. And it's not in designing web pages, though we can do it. And it's not necessarily in creating the pop-ups, though we can do it. And like, it's all these places. And so I think it's been beautiful too, to recognize where each of us adds the most value. Hey, my name is Jenna Kutcher, and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing numbers, and helping you to navigate both the messy and the magical seasons of this thing called life. I'm a small town mama who took a $300 camera, grew a successful photo biz, and now I work from home and run a seven-figure online business. I teach you the tried and true secrets to building a career you adore. Shy away from the real talk? (laughs) No way. Money, hardship, growth, loss, and marketing are all topics we discuss here. Think of this as your one-stop shop for happy hour with a gal pal mixed with business school. Pull up a seat, make sure you're cozy, and get ready to be challenged and encouraged while you learn. This is the Gold Digger Podcast. Oh my goodness, how things have changed. Today, I am taking some time to lean on my right hand, Marissa, on my team, so that we can come together and talk about all the things and all the ways that we've changed over the last five years. And it's not often that we take enough time to really sit down and honor the fact that we as human beings and leaders and entrepreneurs and partners and mothers have shifted and evolved. And she has had a front row seat to some massive evolution in my life. We'll paint the stage of where she was when she joined my team and what she walked into as she joined me. But today's episode is really meant to be this reminder to one, take time to reflect on who you were and who you've become, but also to honor the ways that you've been stretched, the ways that you've grown. I have learned so many times that you should never say never. And when I think about where I was back five years ago, my life was so black and white. I was experiencing a lot of transition in business, in life, in motherhood, in all the ways. And I have changed. I really have. And I'm really proud of a lot of that change. And today's episode is just really special because I get to sit down with someone who has been 
absolutely integral to the business, to the brand, to the growth, but also to my personal life. I don't think I talk to anyone in my world as much as I speak to her besides my husband and my kids. And it's just really cool that we get to sit down and honor one another and talk about some of the hilarious ways that we have shifted, changed, and grown over the last five years. Today is a really beautiful reminder that you as a human have this invitation to transform, to evolve, to become, and to also walk alongside people who are honoring that evolution as it is unfolding. And so let's talk about the five surprising ways that I've changed over the last five years. And there's so much goodness inside, whether you are a side hustler, a solopreneur, building a team, scaling a business, or just navigating a transition in your life. This is a great episode to listen to. Let's dive on in. Sales super teams aren't built overnight. They require unicorn level talent, hours upon hours of training, huge bottomless budgets, and the perfect mix of impossible luck and 24-7 work. Or they just have a better sales platform like HubSpot Sales Hub. It's an all-in-one platform filled with all the tools and insights to deliver personalized communications people are looking for. Smarter prospecting, check. Faster revenue, yep. Scales with you, it sure does. Plus, with tons of AI-powered features, teams can spend less of the day on boring, time-sucking tasks and focus on growing the relationships that matter most. Let's face it, your old platform just isn't cutting it. It's cumbersome. It's expensive. It's causing a rift between marketing and sales. I could go on, but let's focus on the keys to winning. Are you ready for your sales team to reach all-star selling status? Sales Hub is a dream come true for sellers. Visit hubspot.com sales to stop dreaming and start selling with Sales Hub. That's hubspot.com sales. This episode, I'm actually so excited to record and I am bringing on my BFF in the biz, my counterpart, my partner in crime, Marissa. Welcome to the Gold Digger podcast. It's so good to be back. Thank you for having me. Yes. I mean, we have so much to fill people in on, which I think is going to come in an episode coming soon. But we had this really fun idea to talk about all the different things that have changed over the years because... In reflecting, so much has changed. And I think that for so many business owners out there, there are things in your life right now that feel like absolutes, that feel like you will never or I will always. And as we've been continuing to grow side by side over the last five years in so many different ways, it was actually kind of fun and funny to talk about all the different ways that we've transformed. And I say we because both of us have transformed so much. And so we're going to kind of poke a little fun at it, talk about some of the things that have shifted And also just kind of unpack some of the ways that we have either overcome challenges, challenged one another, or really just become more of who we probably always were. So are you ready to dive in? Let's get into it. Okay. So let's paint the picture real quick for people of where we were at, like life-wise and business-wise when you first came on the scene. So Marissa joined the team five years ago. Now, If you can do the math, I have a five-year-old. So it was literally like coming fresh out of maternity leave. I will never forget that stage of my life. Whenever I think of that stage of my life, Marissa, I have this visceral image of me sitting in that tiny closet where I recorded my podcast, opening up my computer, trying to get quiet, 
feeling so overwhelmed and wondering, what am I supposed to do today? Like I had a million things I needed to do and I would crack open my computer in that like postpartum stupor and be like, I have no idea where to begin. And most of our podcast listeners, if you've listened for a long time, you might recall this episode that I recorded with Dean Graziosi way long ago, where he brought up the topic of traction and rocket fuel, these different operating systems within a business. And he brought up this term integrator. Marissa, talk about when you came on the scene, kind of what the role was. And it has dramatically shifted and evolved. And also, I was not ready for the role. So talk to me about that. So I think what's so cool is we met both at a time when you were going through transition, I was also going through transition. So I think we were both like, what in the heck is going on, but we're going to figure this out. And so when you had posted the position and obviously I was like, yes, we can rock this together. And you brought up rocket fuel. I hadn't heard of it before. And so getting into the role of integrator, I was like, this is what I was meant to do. So let's freaking do it. But then as I got into the business, I think I recognized that we were both at a place where we really were going to start from scratch and like figure it out. Like, yes, we had a roadmap of what an integrator and a visionary was, but we were not at a place where like the business or brand was at a place where we could fully dive into those roles yet. And so I think one of the most beautiful things about our beginning is that we started at the bottom, but then got to build out these roles as we continue to like build out the brand too. So yep. like that's one of my favorite things about the beginning. But I remember that too, with where you were and now being a mom myself, I think yes. back of like, oh, I feel that even heavier because you don't get it truly until yeah. you step into that role yourself. And yes. so now thinking back and being like, okay, just feeling that emotion too of like where you were in life. Like it was a lot going on. I'm glad you brought that up because I was actually recently just talking to one of my friends who just became a mom for the first time, who's also an entrepreneur. And she was just talking about, there's this like push and pull of like you wanting to prove that you are the same person you always were before you became a mom. And then there's this huge shift in you of like priorities change, time changes, like all the things change. And I don't know about you, you and I always joke, but I'm like, our brains together create like one really epic full brain because between us, we've been through many pregnancies and all these different things, right? And it's like, Mm -hmm. we're always feeling a little half mass on these days when we're juggling kids and life and all these things. And so it is, it's such a precious time that you entered into the scene, but it was also such an interesting time for my identity, I think, because I was learning how to loosen the grip. And it was really hard for me. It was so hard for me. And so it was like, I want help. I want help. I want help, but not in that way, but I want help, but I need help, but I want help, but not even. And it's like, it's kind of, I think most people here, if they have a partner in their life and they ask their partner to do something and their partner does it not in the way that they wanted them to, like, it's like that push and pull. And so it's beautiful to see how far we've come. And so, okay, when we were outlining this episode, you came up with so many great ways that we have shifted. Now, I want to kick off with one of them that I think has been so transformative and you have initiated it from day one, which is having a project management system. So if we think back to my visceral memory of sitting in the closet, opening my computer, knowing I have a million things to do and not even knowing what to do, 
you came in literally day one and you were already offering solutions. I will never forget our conversation at Starbucks where we were looking at different project management systems and you're like, this one is the prettiest. I like this one. This one looks like this. Let's talk about systems because I feel like that has been probably the greatest way I have shifted as this quote visionary and creative person. Walk me through that. I couldn't agree more. So I truly feel like one of the biggest gifts you gave me when coming into the brand was giving me the opportunity to pick our system and then to build it out. Like you gave me full ownership. And I think for anyone who is at a place where they are trying to implement a new system or they don't currently like the one they have and they have an ops person or a a project manager, being able to relinquish the control of like needing to make the decision of what the tool is, like allowing them to select what works best and then to bring you into it, bring the team into it, build it out like such an incredible experience because then I truly got to own. And when I came in and I say this with like glee of like the Google Docs galore that we have, like the the docs, the docs, (laughs) like we just had things in a lot of different places and we needed to start by siloing them together and building out a repository and, and getting buy-in from the team to also start building into that too. And so a such an incredible gift that you allowed me to have that control and experience. But B, I'm just so proud of you. And I said that to you before, but just the way in which you've grown of like, when I came in again, we did not have a platform like this. We were not into a place where like I was handling your tasks or to do or so forth, or like managing all those pieces. And Monday has allowed us to expand in a way where you are able to, I hope, get to the end of the day and see exactly what you've been able to accomplish and feel good about that. We're also able to manage the team in that way, but also again, having resources available to everybody, which has, in my opinion, totally increased our efficiency and productivity when doing our launches and campaigns and so forth. So, oh my gosh, so so much. So we use monday.com. Marissa chose it. So she gets like the gold star for that one. (laughs) We have a code Jenna loves monday.com and you can kind of see what it looks like and how we use it. But now the thing that I think is so cool about your leadership is that you have got every single person on the team's buy-in on one platform. And I think that is really hard to do, especially because we have a lot of contractors, right? And so it's really easy to like internally be like, hey, for the five people on the team, this is what we're doing now. But we have gotten everybody on it. Everyone's bought in, everyone's using it. And so it is just so game changing. And I think that the biggest difference between now and five years ago is that five years ago to me, having like a project management system, it almost felt stressful to me because mm. I was used to like, if I joined someone else's like Asana work board or like Basecamp or whatever it was, I would get these like email notifications and they'd add anxiety. Like I was behind on something or I needed to do something like, oh my gosh, I'm getting another notification. And so I had a lot of these like preconceived notions. And I think that so many founders consider themselves to be so creative and they just want to flow. And that project management is just going to be like the most unsexy thing. And what we've realized is that like, it gives you so much more space and time and bandwidth and whiteness to be creative because you have that structure in place. And so when I think about five years ago, sitting in Starbucks, had no systems, had 
everything in documents, was constantly searching for documents, whether they were on Dropbox or Google Drive or saved on some old hard drive. Like it was not a system. It was not feasible. And so much time was wasted. And so project management, I would say, I think is like the number one game changer. And to me now, it feels so freeing. It feels so amazing to like open my computer and see exactly what I need to get done to not feel like the person that's holding everybody else up. Because if you are a founder, and even if you have one team member, and they're just constantly waiting on you, but you don't know what they're waiting for, you are losing time, you are losing money, and you're also losing your brain. Like it just it all goes together. So I love that. And you can start too. I mentioned an ops person or a project manager, but even if you have a VA with you who can start to build out the system, it does not have to be a full-time employee who is your partner in building out this tool, whatever that tool may look like for you. So just note there too, it can start and that will even be a great opportunity for you to expand as you grow your team too. Yeah. And I mean, even as a solopreneur, I feel like having everything you're working on and being able to track where you're at with things would just be good for literally anyone. And what's so interesting too, when I think back is like over the last few years, like I got diagnosed with ADHD, like all these pieces of the puzzle are like filling in where I'm like, well, no wonder I felt like I didn't even know what to do. Like it all is making sense. And so I'm just so thankful that you kind of swooped in and helped us to start to implement. And what's so cool is that like, we're still learning new things about how Mm -hmm. to use Monday and different automations we can set up in different ways. And so it's like, The opportunities are endless when it comes to project management. Project management has never looked sexier for us, I can say. (laughs) I agree with that. And let's pedal back too, because investing in Monday as a tool was a thing also. Yes. Let's talk about that. That's a good topic of like financially, like When you came on, we were very much bootstrapped and had the bootstrap mentality And that has massively shifted. So talk a little bit about that because you've seen that like full circle. Oh, yeah. I remember setting up a tool tracker one in my first year and we were tracking literally every single platform tool we were using. We were very weary of testing new tools just in that we felt comfortable with what we had. We also did a lot hands on ourselves. Yep. And I look back and I think, wow, like that was wild that you and I were building landing pages and like connections and so forth. And I think too, a gift when I think about it today is that now I feel as if I'm a little Swiss army knife and yes. can do so <laughs> many things within the brand. But in starting back then, wow, like we were just doing so many things. Yeah. And I think and I never, ever want to speak for you. So I'd love to hear how you feel on this, but I feel as if we were still in that mindset of like growth. And so we needed to be very mindful of where our dollars were going, which we still are, but we're just in a different level now. And so I think a lot of times we were too, too scared to even test something new or to maybe outsource because we were like, we can do it. We can do it. Let's do it. Yes. (laughs) Oh my gosh. It's so interesting because when I think back to that stage of my life too, it was like one of those phases where you're kind of, and you know, this as like a mom 
where you're like, am I just going to like shut this whole thing down or are we going to go big? And like, which one is it going to be? Especially when you're like navigating that totally new season of life. And I think anyone who's gone through a big life transformation kind of understands when you're like just dipping your toe in the water and you're like, am I going to actually go in or should I go back to the beach? And what was so interesting to me is that like, when I think about when I started my business, I was reinvesting every penny in because I had my salary from Target. And fun fact, Marissa and I both worked at Target in the same position, which is so fun. And so I like had that cushion and I've always needed like a safety net to feel confident in making money decisions. And so what was super interesting to me, and I think now I have the perspective of looking back, is that I had a really hard time in expanding the team and being able to like really clearly see exactly where we're going to make up the income, if that makes sense. And so for me, it's really interesting because, and I, I still deal with this today, like we're still going through right now with contractors and different like things that we're testing out. And I'm like, if I can clearly say like this investment is going to yield to this result, I have no problem. But when I have struggles connecting the dots, it can get really hard for me to like be confident in the investment. And so it's so interesting because I'm listening to a book, Buy Back Your Time by Dan Martell. And one of the things he was saying is like, give your team that you trust certain autonomy to make decisions under a certain threshold where you're like, don't even bother me. So like recently I was like telling you and a few other team members, like Mm -hmm. make a decision and it's under $500. I don't even need to hear about it. If it's over that, just let me know. But I trust you to make those decisions because there's going to be those things. And for some entrepreneurs that might be $50 or a hundred dollars, But a lot of times those things are the things that can stress us out as founders that could be really easily fixed by people that you trust on your team. And so I definitely feel a shift. And I think too, you know, the business has grown, the team has shifted. There's so much more, there's so many more results that just point to like, yes, we are in full alignment and the investments are so worth it. But I agree, we were still in that bootstrap mentality. And what's so interesting is, Marissa, when you joined the team, I had just shot my last wedding six months before that. So when you think that like I was still in that stage of my life, I was 20 weeks pregnant shooting a wedding with Coco and that was like the life I had known. I was very much like transitioning into like the new iteration and the new evolution. It's kind of wild. That is absolutely wild. (laughs) And I'm really glad too, that you noted trust because that's such an important key piece of that. And I think too, as I look back, trust has been at the core of growth in so many ways. And you spoke to it earlier when you talked about relinquishing that control yeah. And trusting that I could bring a solution or a tool or a new platform or something that would, you know, pull into our growth and actually like have a positive outcome. Yeah. That trust in me to make those decisions and to take that action, I think, again, has been at the core for a lot of the things that we've evolved yeah. into. Yeah. I feel like I've shifted the most with yes. that trust. Oh, yeah. I love that. And I, I think too, we're like, so at a stage, I was, Marissa and I were on the phone the other day and like, we were talking about different things we wanted to do in the company. And we were talking about like SEO. And I was like, okay, neither of us need to be the SEO experts any longer. Like, and it was just like certain things. And I, I do think that there is so much beauty in the fact that like 
you and I really could step into nearly every facet of the brand because at some point or another, we have done that position. And so I think there's a lot of beauty in the ability to lead people through it because you know what they're doing and you've been there and you know how it works and you know what's frustrating about that part or you know what's exciting about that part. And so there is so much beauty. But at some point, you recognize that like leadership needs to elevate, like it needs to rise to the top. And that is not where our time is best spent. And so I also feel like it's almost like we've been in this like elevation over the last five years of really recognizing here's where I bring the most value. And it's not in designing web pages, though we can do it. And it's not necessarily in creating the pop ups, though we can do it. And like it's all these places. And so I think it's been beautiful too to recognize where each of us adds the most value and then also to figure out like, which team player can we bring on to help yes. us, to assist us, to like kind of, you know, strengthen them and just widen the family. And I think that's really cool too. When it comes to content creation, you either do it because you love it or because you know it's a powerful business tool. Now, either way, it takes a ton of work. Whether you're building your website from scratch or struggling to manage payments, you need Kajabi. Kajabi is the ultimate one-stop shop that's been my go-to for almost a decade. Yes, nearly a decade. It's designed to help creators and entrepreneurs build thriving online businesses with steady recurring income. Whether it's blogging, coaching, or podcasting, Kajabi makes it simple to transform your passion into profitable online courses, exclusive members sites, and so much more. Over the years, Kajabi has been my rock from hosting my signature courses like the Pinterest lab to handling transactions without taking a single penny of my money. That's right. You get to keep 100% of what you earn. With Kajabi, you get powerful analytics, simple payment options, effective email marketing tools, and beautiful website templates that you can customize. And here's a little secret. You don't need a massive following to earn a great income. There are thousands of creators on Kajabi who are making six and seven figures with less than 50,000 followers, and you can be one of them. Right now, Kajabi is offering a free 30-day trial to start your business if you go to kajabi.com slash goal. That's K-A-J-A-B-I dot com slash goal. Join the creators and entrepreneurs who have made over $7 billion today at kajabi.com slash goal. I know what it's like to feel completely thrown off your game because you're just not motivated or your mind isn't in the right space. That's why I'm thrilled to tell you all about superhuman activations. Now, if meditation isn't for you, you need to try activations instead. Activations are a groundbreaking new type of audio that's this mix of a motivational podcast, cinematic music, and guided visualization. They are fundamentally different from meditation and a lot more exciting to listen to. Instead of calming you, activations are motivating, energizing, and transformative. You'll reach your goals faster whether you want to earn more money, get clarity, achieve a health goal, or feel like you're reaching your highest potential. They're essentially a shortcut to get to where you want to be and the ultimate way to visualize your future self. And you can only find them on the Superhuman app. I use and love Superhuman and find myself playing activations several times a day, whether I'm baking bread, doing my skincare, or even when I'm in the shower. 
Superhuman offers something completely different to other apps out there, and I cannot wait for you to try them. Take advantage of their 14-day free trial and head over to activations.com forward slash gold digger to start your trial and save over 60% off your membership. There is literally no risk. If you change your mind and forget to cancel after the trial, you're covered by their money back guarantee. The discount is only available through their website, not the app store. So visit activations.com forward slash gold digger now for over 60% off. Do not miss out on this crazy deal. They rarely do discounts and it expires soon. That's activations.com forward slash gold digger. That is so powerful. That leadership is to elevate because I think too, in our journey together from the start and what's changed to now, our leadership, both of us have evolved in our ability to elevate each other, to elevate the team. And to also, when we talk about control again, to teach and not take over. Yes. Which is yes. so powerful too. Yes. So. And something we're still very much working on. A hundred percent. One thing that I think we should shift into that has changed so much over the last five years is communication. And I feel like it has been so cool to see how you and I have evolved. And it, I mean, it's been I mean, astronomical to say the least. And what's so interesting, we can laugh about it now, but we can tell people about it is like in the beginning, I feel like we really butted heads because I was not necessarily ready to lose control of this thing I had built. Right. It, it, to me, it was like, I need the help, but I wasn't ready. And I brought that up. Like I, I can so see these places where I wasn't in a place of like, here, take this over. And I also think too, there was such a learning curve going from all the beautiful things that you had done into this brand new digital space. And it's so wild because our communication has gotten so dang good to the point where like, we can wake up the next day and be like, I'm so sorry I said that to you yesterday in that way. Or like, I was rethinking the way I phrased that. And like, I actually didn't mean it that way. And we recover so quickly. And we also Mm -hmm. didn't know each other's intentions and heart. And like, we also know like the chaos that is likely happening behind the scenes, like when we're quick shooting out text messages or slacks. And so it's so interesting because I think that when you are bringing up a team, most entrepreneurs, especially if you're a solopreneur or you're a side hustler, you never really imagine yourself managing a team of people, right? That really isn't the vision of entrepreneurship that most of us hold. And yet as a business grows, as the plans change or the goals grow, your team grows. And so all of a sudden now your day-to-day is managing humans and not necessarily creating. And I think for a lot of people that can be really hard. And for me, I, I was not a great communicator and I was in a phase of life where like everything just felt frantic, right? Like it was like the baby's sleeping and I'm, I'm done feeding. I have 20 minutes. Like, let me shoot all this out and like, hope everyone can catch us like spaghetti at the wall. And I feel like you've taught me so much about communication and it's an area that like we consistently keep working on, but like that has been so much growth. And I would have said I was a good communicator then. And I feel like, mm, no, no, I was not. <laughs> That's such a huge compliment. So thank you. I want to honor that. I also want to honor that. Yes, 
we have both grown in this area. And let's reiterate what Jenna said. We did not start here. We have grown here. So I remember when I accepted the integrator role and listening to Amy Porterfield's podcast with her integrator, Chloe, at the time. And I remember them talking about how they were just BFFs and they were like totally each other's brains and so forth. And I just remember thinking like, that's, that's exactly how I want to be. Like, I'm just going to come in and we're going to love each other hundred percent. We're just going to get each other and we're going to do the dang thing. And it's going to be great. And I had just set these high expectations about like, I'm going to come in and lead and develop this team and did not take into consideration myself that from your seat and the entrepreneurial founder seat, that that's going to take time. That's going to take trust. That's going to take me showing up consistently and showing you that I can do that. And so that is something I look back on of like, you can expect to like vibe off the first beat, but recognize that it takes time and energy and investment to build this relationship. And then from a communication perspective, to learn from each other and to learn about each other. One of the most powerful tools for me has been human design. And Jenna, you just did an incredible episode with Jenna Zoe on this topic, where for me, diving into my own self-discovery of how I communicate and interact with the world around me has allowed me to then understand more about how you interact and navigate with the world around you and has made me more open to, okay, this is how I receive for when she does this or this. And so now I can communicate, this is how I receive when you do this or this. And I think being able to, again, know myself has allowed me to know you better too. And then to shape how I communicate or how I receive or how I then speak to you and, you know, the team too. So... It's so cool, too, because like with human design, like you and I kind of keep nerding out on it. But I also feel like it gives us opportunities to both acknowledge like how we're built and like just certain aspects of ourselves, but also like how we can grow. And one thing I think we do so well for each other is to notice like I noticed you did it this way. Like that is amazing. Like even yesterday you did that. Like, hey, I noticed that you paused a beat to check in with me on this. Like and it's just like so cool, too. And I, I think it's such a reminder that like everyone has different communication styles and learning about like how people receive. It's kind of like the love languages, right? Like how do you oh. receive love? How do you give love? Like it's yeah. very similar to that. And everyone on the team has very different styles. Like there's certain people on the team that like they just don't they don't want to small talk. They want to get right to work. And then there's certain people on the team where they want the hi, hello. How was your weekend? How's your aunt doing? What did you eat for lunch? And like learning that about people just brings more humanness into the business and the work. And so I think communication has been a huge shift and really to just being super intentional and thoughtful, but also like open and honest with each other. One of the funniest stories they have of us is. I always like, well, just check on Marissa. Like, and I just would say like, Hey, just checking in. And I literally just meant like, how's it going? How are you doing? And finally one day she's like, I got to tell you, I hate when you say that. I feel like you're like, just making sure that I'm like doing my job. And I was like, Oh my gosh, no, I like totally just meant like, how's it going over there? And like, just like those types of things. It's so 
great. Like it's so life-giving. It makes me laugh because it's like, oh, my intention was fully different than the way it was being received. But being able to also express that is so powerful because then it just like elevates again, you did this different level of like camaraderie and understanding and empathy and love. And I think that's really powerful. We also have more channels of communication now too, than once we did in the beginning. Yeah. So I, in the beginning, when I came into the brand, we primarily communicate through Slack and yep. through audios. Yep. And now we communicate through calls. I remember when getting oh, yeah. a call Let's on talk your about calendar <laughs> was like, can I please get on your calendar? Yes. But now it's totally different. I just picked up, I feel like in November, I was having a day and I just called you. I was like, yes. hey, I just need to talk to you like about yes. this right now. This is on my mind and my heart. And like, I would have never done that in the yes. beginning at all. Let's not that you are not that. approachable. I just, let me preface that. No, but- no, no, no. I... I had, it was, it was so weird when I think back. Okay. Five years ago. So I'll paint a tiny bit of context, but also when I look back at this, I'm like, wait, what? So obviously a lot of people know with our fertility journey, it took us three years to have Coco. And when she came, my pregnancy was really rough. I was really depressed. I was so just like anxious the whole time. And so I blacked out the entire first year of her life of my calendar. Like I was so fortunate that I was in a position to say like, I am saying no to everything. And there's something interesting. And I don't know if it's the ADHD, the human designs, probably all of those things. But like, I actually hate having things on my calendar. Like my favorite days of my life are days where there's nothing on it. And like, I can do anything because there's something weird. I'd love to know if other listeners relate to this or not. I think it's just, I don't know, something. My sister's like this. So I know I'm not the only one, but if I have something on my calendar and then like the day comes and I don't want to do it and I like dread it, I'm like, who put this on my calendar? And I'm like, I did. Why did I do that? And then most of the time I do it and I'm like so thankful I did it, whether it's like a girl's night or meeting someone for lunch or whatever. Anyways, when you joined the team, I was in this like black and white stage of life of like, I just need to black out my calendar. I need to focus on being a mom. You know, if the baby's fussy, like I don't want to be like struggling to get on a phone call. Like I didn't want any commitments to anyone. And there's probably a lot of therapy necessary there to like fully unpack what that maybe was, but it was so black and white. And I I remember you being like, so what do you do for team calls? I was like, we don't do them. Like I, I didn't want anything on my calendar. Like it was just so absolute. And so it's hilarious because today I literally have six meetings on my calendar. So things have absolutely changed. And I think though, what's beautiful is you brought in this level of like community and collaboration that didn't exist. And when I think of like what an integrator is, an integrator is, has never been the right word for you, but like, that's the only word that I can think of to even encompass it. But when I think about that, it's so beautiful how it brought everyone in. And it's so funny because our team loves each other. When I tell people like we have an all female team, people are always like picturing like the bad girls club TV show or something like, I don't know. And I'm like, no, like we really respect each other. We enjoy each other. Like there's something really, really special in it. And so you brought in that collaboration, but like not without resistance from me. Talk a little bit about that. I mean, that is actually really funny. (laughs) Oh, buddy. There is a lot of resistance. I remember handling partnerships and then wanting to map a campaign maybe two months out. Yeah. 
and you're like, I don't know where I'm going to be in two months. Like, I don't know what I'm going to feel. Yeah. And I was like, how am I supposed to book this campaign? Right. It was, it was very hard. It was very challenging to navigate working ahead because we do batch work in this brand. We do get ahead, but it was hard to plan out even further based on that. And it was hard to collaborate sometimes in that way. And if there was like something I didn't understand, I need more context on, it can get cumbersome going back and forth in Slack. So now being able to like, oh, right. So it's like incredible to now have our team calls. We also have our team retreats, which you started when I came to the brand as well, which has been incredible experiences together. And oh my gosh, the best of times. And so it was a very challenging onboarding in first few years with that mentality. And I'm very thankful that we have evolved past it and that I can pick up the phone randomly if I need to, but also too, like you are so willing and flexible now as well. If we need to like bump something up or communicate through anything, you're always available. Yeah. It's so, I mean, man, I'll look back at that girl. I'm like, whoa, I think there's something I mean, I really do think I need therapy around this now that we're talking about it. Um, (laughs) But like, I think there was something in me five years ago that like, I think one, becoming a mom, obviously huge shift. But I also just think too, it was like, I was so afraid to like be boxed into anything. And like, when Mm -hmm. I think about that, it's like, I had so much resistance to like being locked in and committed to anything because I just felt so I felt like when I imagined it, I felt like a leaf like blowing around like where's the wind gonna take me today. And that is not a great way to run a business. Let me tell you, somehow we made it work. But it is so interesting. And and it's funny too, because, you know, today I have a bunch of calls and I've kind of been working through this year, figuring out what is my rhythm and like what, what feels good and really creating boundaries around that as well. Like for me, I am now creating, and I've, you know, it's such a privilege to be able to do this, but to say like no calls on Monday, we're taking Fridays off. So Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, going to be a little bit of a grind. If you need to talk to me, it's going to happen on these three days, but it's been a really thing to be able to look at my calendar, look at my rhythm, think about like the energy that I have and different times of the month as a woman and just different things like that. And really honoring that and setting boundaries around that, but being available. And I think that's really cool. But man, have we gone a long way. Calendar blocking. Like, who are you? What is this? Oh my gosh. I don't (laughs) even know. Another thing that has shifted so much. And and I, I will say, and I will go on the record saying this, I think we have one of the best team cultures that exists in this space. And I think that there was a lot more urgency and maybe scarcity. And I feel like we have really worked hard and intentionally to hit a place of more peace and ease and fun in the business. And when I think back to five years ago, I think that there was this and it's not desperation, but it was almost like consistently just like trying to figure out like, is this going to keep working? Is this going to keep working? There was like that uncertainty of like, how does this business work? How does it scale? Do I want it to scale? What is that going to look like? Who do we need to do this? And I feel like we have landed in this beautiful place where like, we feel like we have the team built out. We have the right people in the right positions 
We're constantly working on refining things. And we're also much more relaxed. Like if something goes wrong or something doesn't have the result that we want, there is this beautiful release in it where there's no, like we are really good at letting go. And I think that that's something newer. And I think that's something that we're consistently working on. But I think a lot of that comes from this ability to like experiment and have fun and test. And I feel like there was a lot more rigidity in the past. Hey, gold diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top notch. Article's online only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and I was there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Gold diggers, we all know the B2B landscape can be a bit complex. From lengthy buying cycles to complicated decision-making processes, reaching your target audience can be tough. But I found a solution tailored just for you. LinkedIn ads. A whopping 79% of B2B content marketers say LinkedIn produces the best results for paid media. That's because with LinkedIn ads, you're not just casting a wide net and hoping for the best. You're strategically building relationships and driving real results. We're talking about a platform with over a billion members, including 180 million senior level executives and 10 million C-level executives. You are networking with the actual decision makers. And LinkedIn's targeting and measurement tools are specifically designed for B2B marketers, meaning you're not wasting time or money on irrelevant leads. In fact, in the tech industry, LinkedIn ads have been shown to generate two to five times higher return on ad spend compared to other social media platforms. Using LinkedIn ads allows you to stay ahead of the curve when it comes to industry trends and developments, whether it's finding the perfect partner for a collaboration or uncovering new opportunities for growth, LinkedIn can be your secret weapon. Make B2B marketing everything it can be and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash goal to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash goal. Terms and conditions apply. I think that you've changed that in me. Ooh. I think cool. that has actually been one of the biggest needle movers, not only in the brand, but yeah. for me as an individual working in the brand, because I came in with more of that rigid structure yeah, and that we need to do things a certain way. And it would be very hard for me to let go of something that did not go well, or it would be very hard for me 
to stretch goal it yeah. and think, can we really reach this or experiment? Yeah. That is not natural for me. And so I think it's been beautiful to see not only how you have interwove that into the brand as a whole, but also how you've, you know, sprinkled that into myself and likely others on the team too. And having that mentality of like, we got this, we can do anything. Let's just test it. Let's try. It's okay. We're not saving lives here. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like it's such, it's such a different mentality and it's, I really feel like it's been a big gift too. Mm, I I love that. I think that a lot of times, and I've shared this story before on the podcast, but it's been a while. But when I first learned launching, this is kind of a funny story. I should have written about it in my book. When I first learned launching, so I reached out to Amy Porterfield, who said, no, she's not going to teach me how to launch, which she's now my best friend. She sent me to this guy named Rick. Rick sent me to this other person who shall be unnamed of, oh, this person can teach you how to launch. And I flew to, I think it was like Virginia. I honestly don't even remember what state it was. I spent like three days. I stayed at her neighbor's house. Now, when I think about this, this whole situation is very weird. I paid a good chunk of change. Did I ever tell you this? I paid a really good chunk of change. And she was helping me map out like my first digital launch ever. And it was for an Instagram program. And she basically like taught me. And like, when I think about it, my cortisol rises of like, launching is like the world is ending. Like you need to like have, you know, your food ready and you're not going to sleep and your computer is going to be on your nightstand and everything's going to break. And like, it was this, like, I mean, it felt like you were going into war is like how she taught me it. And that was like very much her reality. And it was so stressful. And I did this first launch and she was kind of like mentoring me through it. I honestly don't even know if she's still in the online space and like every, like text all times a day, like everything's breaking. This is wrong. We need to shut this thing down. It was so stressful. And like, at the end of it, I was just like, is this even worth it? Like we hit the goal. Sure. That's awesome. But like this, like, I don't want to do this four times a year. Like, you know what I mean? Like just visualizing, like visualizing that. And I am really proud of myself for like shaking that off and being like, this is not my story. And this is not how I'm going to do this. And it took me a while. I'll be honest. It took me a while, but it's so interesting. Like when you learn from somebody and like, that's the headspace. And so I do think that like in the last five years, like launching is so fun. Things are always going to go wrong. And I feel like we have a very good system of like, whoops, let's recover. And there is no bitterness. There is no, like no one's getting slapped on the hand. Like it's very much this like beautiful, complex effort that we all recognize. And it just has changed everything. I was recently talking to Carrie on our team who has been with me basically since almost day one with launching. And she was just like, She's like, it's so fun. Like it's, you bring the fun back into it because it's like, again, we're not curing cancer. I wish we could. I wish that was what the work we were doing. But like at the end of the day, like we're serving people, we're imperfect and we're showing up. And so I think that's been a beautiful thing. And I do think to your point, Marissa, like one of the reasons why we work so well together is I am more of like the free spirit creative one. And you're more of like the, like, let's stay linear here. Let's stay on track. Mm -hmm. But I think that when we put us together and we can challenge that within one another, I think that's like a huge thing of growth as well. I couldn't agree more. I really couldn't. And it's a true statement, friends, that like nobody launches like us and no. that we really do launch with ease yeah and joy like we do it's and joy so and fun. fun yes and like 
yeah, community with each yeah. other. Like it's not, it's, it's rare. It's not like others. It's yet. very rare. Yeah, yeah. And I, I want, if you're listening to this and you're like looking at people launching and then they're telling the behind the scenes about how awful it was, like there is a different way. There is a different way. And I think too, it's like, if your whole business model is around launching certain products or offers or services at mm-hmm. certain times, and like you just dread it, like you've got to shift that because that is your business at the end of the day. Like that is it, what you've built. And so, yeah, that's really changed. The final thing that I think we should talk about, and I'd love yeah. your perspective on it, is that one thing that I think you've helped me with so much and I've grown in so much over the last five years is that like as the visionary, it is so easy to get ideas. Like I could never run out of ideas. I have a million ideas. Idea and machine. <laughs> I am an idea machine. And I think that it is so good for people that are the creative visionary to have somebody in their life who is there to remind them last week, you said this thing was the priority has changed. Is it shifted? Let me know. And I think that's part of why you and I struggled at the beginning, because I was just like, I'd get so excited about an idea and I would just like word vomit it and expect people to understand it, buy in, want to like drop what they're doing and go start this new idea. And Marissa would be the one that would be like, hold up, let me look at the calendar. Wait a minute. We have other priorities. And that was really hard for me at first because like I would just get so like that giddy, excited energy and then be like, oh, maybe this idea wasn't it. But really, she was just keeping us on task. And so I think that I've gotten really good at honing in ideas, presentation of the idea and the timing of the execution. Talk to me about this. Oh my gosh. I feel like I was the troll under the bridge in the beginning. That was like, no, we can't do this. And this is why here's X, Y, Z of why we cannot. And then Jenna would be like, here's X, Y, Z of why we can. And one of the things I didn't quite understand is the excitement. You always had so much excitement about it. But the way I perceived that excitement was like, oh, we're going to do these five things. And we're just like, these are great. And like, we're just going to do them. Drop it and let's go and let's like hive mind. And so for me, like my mind very much works in the way that like I go A, B, C, D. And I'm very good at like focusing and prioritizing what needs to happen and thinking through the big picture. And again, why we work so well together is you can give that idea. And then in my mind, I can see, okay, these are literally the steps that need to happen to get us there. And I think something that's beautiful about your human design and being a manifesting generator is that you can totally have these big ideas and you can bring them to fruition and you can make it happen. Sometimes what happens in that design is that you miss some of the details. And so we have to go back and we have to fix them That's very frustrating for someone like me, who's very process oriented, system oriented, who wants to get through all of the dang details. And so we did have some sticking points with you having these beautiful, great ideas. And then me being like, this is not realistic that we can do all of these things. And I need you to figure out what you want. Yes. Yes. Oh my God. That would be great. I mean, I'm pretty sure my team used to dread when I would like go to masterminds because I'd come back with like a notebook full of like, and here are the 10 new things you're going to do. And it's so funny because now I come out of them with like clarity that I love what we're doing. Like, you know what I mean? Like I come out of them with like, we don't need to do anything. Like, I feel like we're on the path. And I think a lot of that too is like, getting quieter with myself 
and not adding complexity and not self-sabotaging, which I think a lot of founders do is like, I want more peace and ease, but I also want exciting and new. And it's like, well, which one is it? And so I feel like such a good job of getting really clear on not just like, what do we want the business to look like, but how do we want the day-to-day in the business to feel? And I think that really shifted things. And it also makes like those really like shiny ideas when I start to think like Marissa now, where I'll like put on my Marissa hat and be like, okay, this is a great idea. But if I have to do all of these things, am I willing to do those things? Do I want to really do that? Is that really in alignment with what we want? And it kind of like gives me that pause. And I feel like that that even like a 10 second pause before presenting an idea for a creative visionary is like enough to like take a beat and be like, wait a minute. And so, man, we have grown so much. We have. And I also want to honor just on this last note here too, that you have been so intentional and mindful around how you do take that beat. And now too, you'll give me time to process it. Like you honor my like marination and that I really do need to think about a lot of different things where I feel like you were very quick you're able to be quick in your decision making. And me again, it just takes a little time. So I just, again, want to honor that not only from a, hey, this is a communication standpoint, but getting that buy-in with your ideas, with your team as a visionary and taking time to pulse check before you truly start rolling forward. Hmm. Look at us. I'm so proud of us. I know. I know. (laughs) Five years later, baby. Well, I hope that everyone loved this episode. It's been really fun to even just reflect. And maybe this is a reminder for any listener to just take a few minutes and really look at how you've changed. I think that there is something beautiful to be said about pausing and looking at the growth and the evolution and the challenges and the setbacks and the ways that you've shown up and overcome. And five years has felt like a blink, which is wild. So thank you for coming on, Marissa, and just walking through this with me and challenging me. And I just I love what we've built together. And I'm so proud of us. I love it, too. Thank you for having me and just cheers to growth and good company. That's right. Until next time, gold diggers. Start digging your biggest goals. Boom, baby. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five because you just finished another episode of the Gold Digger podcast. Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? If you want more, head over to golddiggerpodcast.com for show notes and all the discount codes from today's sponsors. And if you're looking for a new crew of movers and shakers like you to bounce ideas and ask questions, be sure to join my exclusive community for gold diggers on Facebook. The link's waiting for you at golddiggerpodcast.com. Hey, Gold Diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer care team 
is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and always there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home, and thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more.